0: Dog Talks. This week was my first Skype chat, so fingers crossed technology is on our side. Um, I spoke to Olivia Bossert, who is a fashion photographer with an array of knowledge about the processes of fashion photography, which I found really interesting. I've learnt so much from her, so I think you're going to love this episode. Uh, We spoke about the importance of a morning routine, how to pitch your photography work to brands, and how getting on top of your finances is so important. So I really think you're going to enjoy this one. Uh, My dogs are currently jumping up at me, asking for their dinner, so I will leave you to this and let you enjoy episode five of Talk Talks. Hello, Olivia. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Good. So you'll have to forgive me because this is my first time recording uh when you're not physically here that's okay so this is all new to me so if I mess up <laughs> I'm I'm used know. to it so it's all good <laughs> yeah because you do a podcast as well so you've been giving me tips on how this works yeah yeah because uh, I
1: live well I live between London and Cornwall but at the moment I'm in Cornwall and whenever I'm here I have no access to anyone because no one lives yeah. here <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but you're living the dream in Cornwall. Like whenever I see your Instagram stories of you walking your dogs over the cliffs, it makes me so jealous. <laughs> it it is nice. It's
1: lovely. I I can't I can't complain about it. I'm just a bit fed up of being so far away from everyone. So um, it is
0: quite far, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You change is coming. We're is. we're
1: about to leave for like, any minute now. Um, oh, are you? Yeah, hopefully. Um, all oh. things good.
0: I because I where to. London, amazing. Yeah, nice. yeah. Are you loving London life then?
1: I, to be honest, I actually am. I feel like a lot of people. Uh, can I swear?
0: <laughs> yeah, go for it. I think
1: people shit on <laughs> London all the time. Yeah, and yeah, and I get it. Like it is super expensive and it's yeah. hard. But at the same time, I've not done it yet, and yeah, I, you have to do it. I think. Yeah, and I feel like I'm really ready to do it now. I wasn't before, yeah. but now I'm ready so yeah definitely I want to get there I want to be where it's all happening I want to be able to go to things easily and not have to drive for five hours yeah, whenever I want yeah. to yeah and
0: I suppose because like for me London is only like an hour and a half away so it's yeah. still you know, I can go there yeah. and come back within a day. So like for you, you have to really make a trip for it, you know?
1: Yeah, well, that's the thing. So. And that kind of what we're hoping is to move within sort of an hour, an hour and a half of the city like you. Um, yeah. And then be so that I can just nip in and out when I need Best to. Best of
0: both worlds. Yeah, yeah.
1: it would make Amazing. the world of difference for me. So
0: yeah, definitely. Mm. So tell the listeners about yourself. What do you do? And how did you get into it? Oh my goodness.
1: So I'm a fashion and beauty photographer. The beauty is a new addition to my title. I'm still um, building my portfolio up in that. But I started out when I was about 15 so I'm 27 now so it's been about 11 years which is nuts. Time goes
0: so fast doesn't it? It
1: does um and, and I haven't been a professional for 11 years but I started in photography when I was 15 and I discovered Flickr while doing sort of an art project at school um and you know you had to credit people in your your images and your artwork. You never book actually use
0: Flickr you know. Did you not? I remember it being a thing, but I've never used it. Oh, see, I... I I don't know why. I don't know how I avoided that one, because it was definitely... I was at that age when it was popular.
1: Well, I was a big Flickr fan and I, I sort of discovered this photo that I was going to use for my art project and I went to try and find who had taken it so I could credit uh, the person in my workbook as you had to do and still should do, by the way. Um, and <laughs> it was a girl my age and I was like, what? Um, and that's when I realised that you can take pictures. <laughs> um, yeah. So I was like, wow, oh, I I didn't know this was a thing. So I um, I just got really stuck in and I became absolutely obsessed um I, I got really involved on Flickr on the, in the community on there um I stole my parents DSLR they had a little Nikon G80 amazing yeah that I just loved and um I've never really looked back
0: amazing <coughs> so how many years did you say 11 years now
1: 11 years yeah
0: wow I know like I say it's amazing how like fast time goes but yeah. how much you can do in that time mm-hmm. you know Um so I must I met you first Mm -hmm. while we were in London. Yeah. At Lara Jade's fashion photography workshop. And I remember that we just like instantly clipped. There was quite a few people there. We sat next to each other, didn't Um, we? Yeah, we did. Mm -hmm. And I remember like you had so much knowledge on the processes of fashion photography. Mm -hmm. And I was just like racking your brains, asking you loads of questions. And I found it really useful. And then I started following your socials and Mm -hmm. signed up to your mailing list. Um, And you share so many useful tips about photography, which I think is really great. Because newsletters nowadays are always just sales and, Mm -hmm. you know, buy something, buy something. Yeah. So it's really nice to have a newsletter like yours that kind of feeds away from that, you know. Thank Um, you. So do you do courses as well as photography?
1: Yeah, so I when I got into fashion photography more specifically, I just felt like there wasn't a lot being shared about this industry in particular. Like I studied it at university, so I went and did a three-year degree in fashion photography, which is kind of why I I know a lot about it. So
0: much, yeah. Yeah,
1: but then at the same time, like that didn't teach me about the business of fashion photography it taught me how to shoot. People are quite
0: precious sometimes aren't they?
1: Yeah and to be honest like I don't think my lecturers really knew how to make it as a fashion photographer in the industry like we had the odd lecture from a guest lecturer that was really good and yeah they could help a little bit but I think until you actually get into it and you start to work it out it's such a different world. Like it's completely different to anything else I've ever encountered. Yeah. And there's just not a lot of information out there. And of course, there are people like Lara Jade who are amazing. And she's incredible. And she shares so much valuable knowledge. But I was like, I, I can do that too. I've got a lot I can share as well. And, and I'm learning as I'm going. And I'm just sharing what I'm learning as I'm doing it. So I don't ever claim to be the ultimate knowledge like I'm so young I've got so far to go and I've got so many more things I want to achieve but why can't I I share
0: yeah exactly I think it's that's what everyone does you know yeah um we're all just kind of doing our best and sharing our knowledge as we go along yeah Um, so
1: I started um I basically accidentally started pitching myself to brands um and taught myself how to get work and as I was doing that people began asking me how I was getting my work through Instagram and Facebook and stuff so I thought well why don't I teach them so I put it into a I actually put it into a free course to start with a little free email course which is still up and running if you want to take it um and there was just so much interest like people were signing up and downloading this course all the time and that's when I was like okay there's actually a lot more to this so yeah. that's when I wrote Pitching with Confidence which is the online course that I sell all about pitching and it's it's like the most in-depth course that I've created so far and then after I'd created that one I was being approached by photographers who were just starting out and they were like I really want to get into fashion I'm not quite ready to take your pitching course because I don't really have a portfolio and I haven't had a client before how do I get my first fashion photography client and that's when I wrote my course your first fashion photography client because I was like actually I do know
0: how to get your first client I've done that so that's where the courses came from (laughs) amazing it's such a good idea um and like you say like doing little free e-courses and Mm. stuff like that that's a really great way of kind of giving people a taster yeah exactly
1: yeah, um, and I've got a free Facebook group as well, which um, I use. I'm on that
0: as well, I think.
1: Yeah, and I'm in yours, and it's amazing. A really nice place. I don't, I don't make a huge amount of original content. I do write little mini blog posts here and there, and I do lives once in a while, and I answer questions. That's probably the biggest thing that I do in there. But I also share links to things I find all the time. Like I'm constantly doing my own research. So whenever yeah. I find anything that I think's useful, I'll just pop it in the Facebook group and be like, I found this today. I think you guys might like it. And um, it generally works really well. People find it really interesting. And I think we've got almost 500 people in that now. So it's it's a Amazing. small but nicely, yeah, it's yeah. like a really happy little group. There's not a lot of competition. Like no one's no. yelling at each other because sometimes those Facebook groups can get a bit overwhelming and a bit scary. They can control,
0: can't they? Yeah. Mm. So it's nice that it's a nice space. Yeah. Yeah. Um for do you keep it open so anyone can join yes
1: yeah, so you have to answer some questions i do keep it to yeah. photographers so you have to be a photographer um yeah. and um i just What's ask you what called? you're in fashion photography with
0: olivia bossert amazing so yeah any guys listening to this should join it because i'm on it and i think it's great <laughs> um i've also got one which is tog talks which i'm not as good as you <laughs> <laughs> i find there's so many social media outlets that you i have know to try and keep on top of don't and you know do your personal admin and your work admin I find that I sometimes forget to post in that one I have pop up every now and then like hello everyone that's probably
1: (laughs) enough like I think that's as, as long as as you're showing up once in a while yeah just sharing something whatever it is it doesn't really matter yeah
0: I think sometimes we can feel quite guilty in any you know walk of Having a business. Oh, yeah. Um, Thinking that everyone's thinking, you know, if I don't post this week, someone's going to be thinking, oh my God, they're failing, you know. No one's going to notice. No one notices. No one really cares. No, (laughs) no one cares. It's only the pressure you give yourself Mm -hmm. um, for that kind of thing, you know. Oh, my Siri has gone again. My Siri's gone off about five times. Oh, you hear (laughs) me? because you
1: keep saying hello. Yeah, I can hear you. Because you keep saying hello.
0: um so do you um how do you manage your time and how do you make sure that you actually make time to write things for your newsletter record a podcast because i know you've got a podcast as well i do Um, and i think it's natural um for me as a self-employed person um to put things that don't bring money in straight away and put those you know on the back foot hmm. so you seem to really show up on on your instagram stories on your newsletter, on your podcast, all the time, and I find it really inspiring. Oh, but how do you like? How? What's your process? Um, Tell us, help uh, us. <laughs> I, I I feel like I can't. I don't know if I can be much help. I'm actually.
1: To the, so the truth is, I'm. I work really fast. <laughs>
0: I, um
1: I type quite quickly, and I just I just bash out these emails. I'm not spending like yeah. an hour writing them. I really just get an idea like I wrote one this morning for my um newsletter on Saturday and it really is just 500 words I I had an idea yesterday for something I wanted to talk about um and it's just basically me talking about how a fashion photography career takes a long time to build and it's nothing groundbreaking or you know fascinatingly new it's just that I've got something I want to say I say it really quickly I set up my emails I sent I clicked like schedule and then I'm done in terms of my time management I think that uh, it might help that I'm Swiss (laughs) I am originally from Switzerland so I come from a very organized country everything is on time my father is very organized like we're just naturally born organized people um but I I just I think I just really enjoy what I do and when I get into something i i get quite focused and i zone in i'm i'm quite easily not distracted does that make sense i don't get yeah. distracted easily so i like to put my phone on silent um yeah. i make sure i haven't got any notifications popping up on my computer so i actually have yeah. most notifications switched off um yeah. and then i just sort of set a timer sometimes if i really have something i need to do that i'm like oh god um I don't want to do this thing, but I need to do it. I'll set myself 20 minutes and I'll be like, right, okay, I need to get as much done of this thing as I can in 20 minutes. And that works really well. Um, Yeah. To-do lists. I am a to-do list fanatic. Me too. Yeah. My best friend, Anna, she's a graphic designer and web designer. And she came out with these little paper planners, um, last year and she gives me them (laughs) very kindly and it's just a really (laughs) very good perks of friendship so um that's just got a little like I've got to do this list today and I write every day I write myself a new list tick it all off I tear off the paper at the end of the day put it in the recycling and then I'm done um and that just every day coming with a fresh list of things I need to do I try to order them in priority and Mm. I try to make sure that I get all the quick tasks tasks done first so if yeah. I have to send a really quick email to someone I'll do that first thing if I need to really quickly edit one image I'll do that first thing um and I know that I'm super productive first thing in the morning um yeah, so i yeah I'm a real morning person so I think it's really important to know when you, when work, you work best yeah. um I'm terrible as of like two o'clock
0: same so and I we're film we're recording this at Yes
1: but I do all this kind of stuff in the afternoon because this is easier for me I just have to talk and I'm not I don't to be honest it's not that difficult to just talk about yourself (laughs) so I do all this kind of stuff in the afternoon and any research I want to do I do that in the afternoon or um, if I need to if I'm like I'm taking a course for example online I'll maybe sit down and watch the videos of that in the afternoon but all the writing and the editing and the serious hardcore stuff that requires my brain I do that between sort of eight and ten I'll go out for an hour with the dog come back sit down again for like another two hours do more work and then take a little break for like half an hour for some lunch and then I'll do another two hours and it doesn't sound like much but I get everything done in that time
0: Um, yeah you really do don't you yeah um like i think what you said there about taking your dog for a walk for me i have to do that first thing in the morning because that mm-hmm. gives me a chance to just have put my thoughts i don't know when i walk the dog yeah. my head just clears yeah and i think okay what have i got to do And it i just find it i suppose it's kind of like mindfulness isn't it totally um so like, taking breaks, I think, is absolutely yeah. vital. And I have, um, I know
1: that I've got, like, a two-hour window before he's going to want to go out again. So weirdly, yeah. it just I get so much done in a very short space of time because I know that in two hours' time, I'm going out with Milo, yeah. rain or shine. Like, we're going yeah. out. So if I don't get everything I need to get done fairly quickly, yeah. I'm going to get behind, and that helps. And
0: once, <laughs> I think once you're in... The zone it never does actually take that long no it's the oh i need to do this mm-hmm. or, i need to do that and the distractions oh i'll just go oh i'll just check my emails yeah. i find emails i used to check my emails first thing in the morning mm-hmm. and for me i get i get hundreds of emails every day and that leads me onto a big wild goose of i don't know what the word is who's emailing uh, you just doing loads of different tasks just like because of tog uh, customer of services for that um, oh God. For my photo shoots, you know, people coming up who have bookings coming up, mm. asking questions and then obviously personal emails. Um, and I find that if I start with my emails, it mm. takes me the whole day. Oh so God. for me, what I've found is helpful is the tasks that I definitely want to do. I do first mm-hmm. and then I do my emails because really, you know, the difference in people, you replying a couple of hours later in the day, it yeah. doesn't really make a difference. No, God, Um no. So you said that you're a morning person. Mm-hmm. So your morning routine is kind of get up, take the dog out, or what's your morning routine? I love oh hearing about gosh. people's routine. My morning routine. So I get up
1: earlier than I would like, but purely because my boyfriend's job starts really early. So we get up at 6.15 every morning. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's too early. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's good because I get up, um, I take Milo out for his like morning pee and poo walk as I like to call it um, and um, and then we come in and I have my breakfast, Milo has his breakfast Tom has his breakfast, we all have our breakfast and then Tom scooters off to work around 7.30 um, and I then get ready so I make sure every morning that I put makeup on and I get dressed um, it's just my I have to do it, if I don't put yeah. makeup on and get dressed I don't switch on it's like I put on yeah. my work head That's So true. Um, I tend to listen to a podcast while I do that in the mornings, it sort of eases me into the day. If I'm yeah. not, f- if I'm feeling a bit stressed out, I might listen to a comedy podcast. I'm a big fan of Greg James. I like madly Ooh, in love with does Greg he have James a podcast. Oh my god, are you missing out on the podcast? It's fabulous. Yeah, I so, listen
0: to his radio show in the morning. Okay,
1: well, if you listen to the radio show, it's the same thing as his radio show. It's just the best bits of it. So, oh
0: really? Yeah, because oh, so I the repetitive songs
1: <laughs> exactly. So I only listen to him like on the podcast and it's because I miss the radio show basically I don't listen to the radio in the house um yeah. so I listen to that if I, if I want to listen to something a bit more fun or I listen I've been listening to your podcast today um oh, amazing yeah so I listen to all kinds of different things and then I sit down at my desk normally by eight I'm at my desk um and I work until about half nine or ten and then I take Milo yeah. out for an hour he needs about an hour in the morning. Um, I've got a very active little working cocker spaniel, by the way, if everyone's confused. He's absolutely gorgeous. He's beautiful and wonderful. And he's very quiet in the house, but he does have a lot of energy. is he
0: going to come to London with you?
1: Yes. So, he does, actually. He's been with me a few times already. Oh,
0: amazing. Mm. London is so dog-friendly.
1: Yeah, it's great. Like, I, I actually rented an apartment in London, um... I rented a room in London, sorry, I should say, for the summer. It was going to be more long-term than that, but I had to move out for various different reasons. And um, it was in Wimbledon, and he came with me there. Lovely. It was perfect. Like, honestly, he had no idea he wasn't in Cornwall.
0: He just thought we'd gone on a
1: really long drive (laughs) to another part of Cornwall because there's so many big parks.
0: It was great. Yeah, I had my... When I lived in London, we got our little sausage dog puppy, Biggie Smalls. I know. (laughs) He was so cute. And uh, no, we weren't actually allowed a dog in our flat, but I just. Oh, got yeah, one I remember. Anyway. <laughs> we were just like, we're just going to get one anyway because any landlord has to give you 24 hours of notice before they come to see your flat. So we would just make sure the dog's not there. <laughs> so I remember I used to sneak the dog in and out of the house in a bag. Put oh a my scarf God. over his head.
1: <laughs> oh, well, God. I can't do that to Milo because he's rather larger no. than Biggie is.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he mm. used to get the tube with me every day. He used oh. to come to my shoots every day. Oh. When I had a studio, he'd be in the studio every day, bless him. Oh my God, so, that is the advantage of having a really small dog. Yeah, mm. definitely. And you don't yeah. have to, with a sausage dog, you don't have to walk them that much.
1: No, well. the legs he, are only really teeny. To be fair on him, he probably only needs an hour a day. Um... But I like getting outside, and especially yeah. at the end of the day, one, the way I like to sort of end my day and close off my working day is I go out with Milo. Um,
0: and that really... Having a dog is just the best thing, isn't it?
1: I Honestly, for your mental whenever health. anyone says, how do you stay happy? Like, what do you do for your mental health? Because um, I seriously struggle with mental health. Like, I have serious problems with depression and anxiety. Yeah. My dog is my saviour. I don't mm, know so. what I would do if I didn't have him. I cannot imagine my life anymore without my dog to sort of structure yeah. my day and get me to go outside. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, they're they're so great that we just don't deserve dogs, do we? No, we, we really they're don't. It's great. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, let's go back into we're just gonna be talking about dogs this whole yeah. <laughs> podcast, which is fine with me. <laughs> um so podcasts you said you like to listen to. Um mm-hmm. uh, we briefly mentioned your podcast um yes. so tell us about that um what's it called so what kind of things do you cover
1: well i have a podcast called it starts with a click which is all about fashion great photography. name thank you my mom came up with it she's very clever um it's all about fashion photography and it's a mix of solo shows and um, interviews I do with not just fashion photographers, but anyone who's kind of important within the fashion photography industry. Yeah. So for example, I mentioned her earlier, but Anna, my best friend is a web designer. So I had her come on and talk about the importance of like building a great website and what to include on in a website. Um, yeah. I've had some amazing fashion photographers come on and talk about their careers. Um, we've had retouchers come on, all kinds of different things. Um, but then I also do mini solo shows where I talk about a topic that I think is important and interesting yeah. or that's coming up a lot in the Facebook group. I might do an episode on that. Um, it's on a bit of a hiatus at the moment while I work out how to do it again in 2020. The only issue I have is that it takes such a long time as I'm sure you're discussing Yeah, and
0: podcasting yeah it, time. it does. It's one of those things you have to, um, put the effort, you know, to yeah. record it and yeah, think of the questions for each person um, and then you have to edit it after but Eduling. I find it re- it's really worth it, I find yeah. it quite therapeutic
1: Yeah, I, th- I love speaking to like minded people and from yeah. from a very selfish point of view for me, it's an amazing way for me to connect with people that I want to speak to who either- yeah. I otherwise would have no reason to, Yeah, so there's so been true. a lot of people that I have reached out to who I really admire and who I have genuine questions I would love to ask them but If it wasn't for the podcast, I'd have no excuse to email them and ask them these questions. So I I use the podcast as that as well. It's not just as selfish as that sounds. It's not just for everyone else. It's also for me to be able to learn from
0: people I admire. Yeah. Do you listen to uh, Russell Brand's Under the Skin podcast? No, I don't oh you need to listen to it it's amazing it actually is what spurred me to do a podcast because I like I like um talking about photography and you know having a business but I also like to talk about mental health Mm -hmm. um and you know kind of relating the, the world that we're in today um you know kind of Stepping on those kind of things as well, and he his podcast is so fantastic. Okay. Um. So he, you know, he's he's absolutely hilarious. Yes. But he's he's very he's quite spiritual at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I've Um, seen a lot of like little
1: clips on YouTube and Instagram. Yeah,
0: and he meets up with different scientists or philosophers or just people who you know know a lot of shit basically, and he talks to them about the world we live in today, mental health, and honestly it's amazing and i listen to one every day and i just feel so motivated and you just feel like okay i'm not going through this on my own you know yeah um i definitely recommend you listen to that and any all of the other listeners you should definitely give that a listen okay Um, adding it to my list yeah i just love a podcast me too they're great they got me through yeah like you say it's great to uh, reach out to people yeah and like, I mean honestly, I already knew you so it was great yeah um but you know you couldn't message like uh I don't know Rankin or someone <laughs> you know like yeah. hey I'm not sure they would reply but <laughs>
1: no exactly and like yeah. I I found that because I when I started when I finished uni I had a I had a job um working for a children's clothing company and I was sitting at this desk all day feeling like, oh, I'm so frustrated that I'm here. I yeah. want to be doing my own thing. I want to be learning stuff. And, and I actually found that I listened to podcasts at my desk all day yeah. at my day job. And I was learning stuff about the business that I was going to build and working on on the side. And just podcasts are amazing because you, can, you mm-hmm. can sit there, you can do something else like edit or cook or clean or whatever and you can be learning stuff and and or or enjoying something like I like I said if I want to wind down and listen to something more funny but if I want to learn something then yeah I just think podcasts are great
0: exactly so you just said there, you know when you were doing a job that you know you you had a normal job before you were doing um photography Mm -hmm. so any people listening right now who are at that point Mm -hmm. where they want to really go to the next step do you have any advice for them
1: um I think you get a lot you hear a lot of people say just jump in just just Mm. go don't don't worry about anything just take the leap I think that that is so so dangerous like yeah I absolutely think you should have six months worth of expenses saved up Um, I've gotten really geeky about personal finance um, and business finance in the last 12 months. And having money saved so that you know that you're going to be okay, rain or shine is so crucial. So before Mm. you make any crazy jumps, make sure you've got some money. Absolutely. If you can afford to go part time, I think that that is a really great way to ease yourself in. That's what I was doing. I only ever worked part time after uni, I was always Mm. working myself. Um, So I worked three days a week at the job I had. And then I worked the rest of the four days a week on my business. um, Until I had enough that I could leave. And I had enough clients and I had enough work coming in. But just take that time, make sure though, that you are giving yourself time off (laughs) because one thing I found was when I was in that job I was working those three days and then I was working every other minute I had spare Mm. on my own business that within about a year and a half I'd totally burnt out um I just couldn't keep up with my own pace so you know if you get home and you know that you're gonna let's say you get home at five or six in the evening and you want to do an hour in your business absolutely do that but make sure that you, you cut off at 9pm and you give yourself that time to relax. Yeah, because and don't
0: feel bad for relaxing.
1: No, you are not going to be able to do any good work if you are absolutely exhausted. Yeah, There is nothing useful in just working yourself to the bone because you're not going to produce good work. You're not going to send very effective emails. You're not going to be posting effectively online. You're just going to be exhausted mm, so and useless. True. So make sure you take the time in the evenings and on the weekends at least one day a weekend to just chill yeah really important but the rest of the time absolutely go all out like spend your time emailing people reach out to the people that you want to work with go to networking events when you can and, and mingle with people reach out to the people that you want to work with is possibly the biggest tip i could ever give you Do not be afraid Mm. to send emails to people you admire. My first experience with pitching was completely accidental. I sent an email on a whim to a brand that I loved who I wanted to borrow some clothes from for a shoot. And they said yes. And I was like, hang on, wait. I can email people and they will reply to me and they will work with me? Yeah. So that's how that all started. And if you start doing that, little by little, your business will grow Mm. don't be it's under the illusion steps, isn't it? yeah like it takes a long time it takes a while it's not going to happen overnight it's very rare that things just you know click of a finger you've got a massive
0: business but and if it does that like you you don't have the knowledge to structure handle that because no. you haven't showed up every day yeah doing the small stuff mm-hmm.
1: do you know what i mean yeah exactly so you know don't just don't be disheartened by the fact that it takes a while but take comfort in the fact that knowing that it's not going to happen overnight and it's okay if mm. it's taking a little bit longer than you might think it's going to take but definitely that's my best advice i think is is read loads of books yeah. <laughs> i read loads of books listen to loads of podcasts like while you're at your desk job if you really want to leave it yeah if you can listen to like your music or something if you're listening to music be listening to podcasts instead there are so many amazing podcasts out there
0: about and everything you really you do ever feel want. motivated after don't you oh you yeah to uh like a a podcast that's gonna you know make you think yeah i can do this yeah um they really do make a difference rather than just listening to your top 40 on spotify you know exactly um and like you say with like taking a break like I had that today Mm -hmm. I um I was exhausted this well just an hour before we had the call yeah well as I'm calling you right now um I was exhausted and I just thought you know what I'm just gonna have a nap Mm -hmm. and I'm not gonna feel bad for it no and I didn't and now I feel fine you know so like just taking a little bit of time for yourself is so vital to maintaining a Oh, my Siri's going again. <laughs> Go away, Siri. Sorry about that. It's okay. I'm back. Oh, Siri. Can she just wants me? to talk. Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, but know. Siri just She's wants like, to I've be got your an friend. Opinion.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> But yeah, I really think your advice is um But that's why really I don't feel crucial. guilty about
1: walking my dog every day. Yeah. Like people have genuinely messaged me being like, Oh my god, how do you have time to walk your dog for an hour every day? And yeah. like
0: because We all just he-. need to stop feeling guilty. Yeah, and I'm I'm
1: okay, I'm very aware that I'm incredibly privileged to be able to work for myself, to mm. have the time of the day, to be able to go out for a walk for an hour with my dog. Like I know that not everyone can do that, but yeah it's absolutely about prioritizing as much as you can what you need yeah. if that means that you need to go for a walk for an hour on your lunch break take yeah. an hour or go for half an hour whatever it is or if you want to just sit on your on, on the tube in the morning listening to something that's uplifting yeah. or if you want to meditate on the tube like whatever it is you need to do yeah. make sure that you're prioritizing prioritizing your mental health because Definitely. i've been through depression i've been through anxiety disorders like it's not fun you do not need to mm. go down that road just listen to your body yeah, listen definitely. to what's going on if you're starting to get sick all the time like i'm sick right now i definitely need to wind down for christmas <laughs>
0: um just yeah, yeah we both of us are giving this advice and we're both like ah.
1: <laughs> but i am aware it's fine but yeah i know which is
0: good <laughs> which is good yeah um and also like you said with the financial side i think mm. that can also um, eat into your mental health as well absolutely you know if you're not in control of it um, and if you think, oh, I'm just going to do it and go for it. And, you know, eventually those finances and everything is going to come back to haunt you. You know, you mm-hmm. being in control of your finances, I think, is so important. There is And a having book. a part time job as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also book. not feeling bad that if you have been doing full time photography for three years, you know, if not feeling bad, if you need to then go into a part time job. No, absolutely not. It goes back to the thing about everyone thinking that you failed or you know that you're yeah. not doing this but
1: people don't care. No, no one cares. Like I've 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 said already before that if if we find that when we move to London things get tough for a while, I absolutely am under no illusion that I might have to get a job for a couple of months. Yeah. Or like something hard to part-time to just help pay the bills. That that's absolutely mm. fine. Might be quite fun. I have no idea. Yeah. We're not there yet, but if that is the case, that That's we'll, exciting do to you, that. though. I know, I'm excited. There is a book I want to recommend about finance, yeah. which is called Profit First. It is mm. the most life-changing business
0: book I have ever read. Profit First? I'm going yeah. to write that down.
1: It's, it's, about, it's basically a system created by a, an American guy about how to organise your business finances. Um, and essentially, you separate your business money into four different pots um so you have your expenses so what you what you pay for your business costs your tax your profit and your personal living expenses so what i do is i split every single piece of money that i earn into those four categories and you you divide them into different percentages and the idea is that no matter what you earn even if you earn 10 pounds a thousand pounds, whatever it is, you're taking a small percentage of that and putting it in a profit pot. And that means that from the get go, your business is making you money. And the idea is that once a quarter, once a year, however however often you want, you can take that profit and use it for whatever you want. Which That's means so that great. yeah yeah, it means you're giving yourself a little bonus because so mm. many people start businesses and then work their butts off and they never make any money for themselves. They're just constantly yeah. paying the business, paying the bills, mm. paying everything else. Yeah. And you never actually get to benefit from it. And like yeah. we get into business for ourselves, of course, because we love what we do, but also because we want to make some money. Yeah, so definitely. Um, I split my money. I think it's, I can't remember off the top of my head. I think it's 20% goes into expenses, 30% goes into tax five percent goes into profit and 45 percent goes into my personal living
0: costs um, So, do you have like different accounts for that or do you just so them... i
1: have no i have my one so i'm a sole trader so i have my mm. my one business account and then i have little saving accounts that just yeah. they're not they're not very good interest accounts but that's not the, mm. that's not the point they're just yeah. there so you can separate your money um yeah. and i've called them what they are so the you know the tax yeah. one is tax and then the profit one is profit and then the personal, expenses, personal yeah. expenses, and then I leave the main current account as the expenses account. So yeah. all the money gets paid into the expenses. And then whenever I get penny money, I separate it myself and I go into it sort of once a week and divide yeah. my money into the categories. And it makes me feel so on top of my money. I yeah. know exactly how much I've got to spend at all times. I know exactly how much cash I've got. I know exactly that I'm I'm always conscious I'm putting away tax so I'm never worrying about if I'm going to have a massive tax bill or not I know I've got it covered and if I don't have as big a tax bill as I thought I was going to have I get a bonus
0: great amazing that's such a great way to live yeah because uh, I'm guilty of um you know not being very good with I'm just kind of you know just I'm very impulsive and I'm just very kind of like yeah but you are know, that was me fine um, and you just don't really feel control no. in control of your finances. And I, so I'm definitely going to buy that book. Oh,
1: get it! Like I didn't used to be either. I was money. I'm just I'm super dyscalculic, which is actually the um, version of dyslexia but for numbers. So really? yeah, didn't know um, that was a
0: thing. Maybe I, I didn't.
1: Am. E- yeah, I am. I, I found out when I was 16. I came off like off the charts. I was awful. Um, oh, really. So I'm really bad with numbers. So I find it incredibly stressful. So whenever it mm. came to anything money. In my business, I was just always like, that's ah, too scary. Um, yeah. And then at the end of last year, I made a sort of a decision maybe it was two years ago, I can't remember that I was going to get good at money. Like I was going to yeah. figure it out because I just knew that there was no way I could go on living my life, constantly mm. burying my head in the sand about what my money was doing and whether yeah. I was making enough or not enough or whatever.
0: So I just. those things that you spend? of your time as as owning a business you have to know about it yeah
1: and there's so much out there in terms of resources to learn about Mm -hmm. it so um that was one of the best books I've read but there's another one just called money I think it's on Amazon I can't remember who wrote it that's really good it's more about personal finance but profit first is 100% the best book I've ever read about Profit
0: first yeah I'm gonna write this down right now and I'm gonna go on Amazon and I'm gonna buy it you should delivery. <laughs>
1: yeah it's I think like I've read I've read the whole thing um the main takeaways are what I've explained but he explains it in much more detail and sort of shows you the system from start yeah. to finish of how to do it it's it's great
0: there's a book that I bought which I haven't actually read yet which is not very good I need to read it um it's called you're not broke you're pre-rich yeah I've got that um is is it good yeah it's really good yeah That's on the side of my bed. That's also more about. I'm going to read at night and then I never end up reading at night. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it's more about personal finance, which is really good. And um, it it goes a lot on about investment which is something that I'm yeah. still not quite on top of and I you know it's yeah. a journey very much a journey I think you're always learning about mm. money and finance but that's a really good one as well and they've got a great website with a great community and I know that they do events in London as well.
0: Yeah they do yeah. Mm. So what about pensions? This just sprung into my head uh. as a self-employed person I do not have one and I have no idea about them. And it's one of those things that my parents keep going, you need to sort out your pension. They're right. And then, (laughs) you know, talking to my grandparents about, you know, how much little pension they get. I know. It just makes you think oh god it's something yeah. that we really, I don't know have a clue about it.
1: So I'm, this is something I'm currently working on um, mm-hmm. I, it's kind of my last sort of step in my sort of year long I'm getting a good at money and I haven't quite decided what I want to use yet because there are different versions and different things you can do yeah. as a self-employed person um pension wise. I do have uh, a lifetime ISA, I think that's what it's called.
0: Yeah, I've seen those.
1: Yeah, so I've got an ISA that I've put some money into. Um, basically the end of last year I didn't have to pay as much tax as I thought so I had a little bit of money left over and I yeah. moved it into an ISA instead of spending it because mm-hmm. I was like well I don't really need it right this second but I couldn't in- yeah. I could invest it into the future so yeah. um I put it aside and that is it's I mean ISAs these days aren't making a lot of money on them they're, they're in, mm. like the um interest isn't great but there's yeah. it's still something so um I haven't got a pension yet, but it is. I'm going to be 28 in May, and I decided that I had to have a pension set up yeah. before then.
0: <laughs> so well, let me know what you come up with because I will I really want to. And whenever I search it, I'm just overwhelmed with Google. Oh. I'm like, okay, I've had enough.
1: That book that you have sitting by the side of your bed mm. is it covers a lot on
0: pensions. Oh, it does. So, oh, fab. Yes. It's good. There we go. My answer was there already. It's sitting <laughs> by I your All I needed bedside. to do was open the book. <laughs> yeah. um, so anyway, let's go back to photography a little bit. Yeah. So you shoot mainly fashion photography and mm-hmm. beauty photography, you said. I do. Um, and you... Briefly mentioned uh, about the process of fashion photography. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know it's very different to what I do. So, yeah. for me, an actor or a dancer or a model would search me and book me because they need photos for their portfolio. Mm-hmm. But with fashion, it's very different. Yeah. And I remember learning in the Lara Jade workshop, um, she was talking all about the process. And when mm-hmm. I came out of that workshop, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go and do fashion photography. Um, and you really have to be proactive um, and you have to be willing to organise a shoot that you might not get paid for you know it's a big it's it's like starting from scratch and I just (laughs) didn't have the time to do that so I kind of put that on the back burner so could you maybe give us a little insight of what the process is maybe for to become a fashion photographer yeah like how do you so yeah. to me, someone would contact me yeah. and say, "I need this for my portfolio." Right what is you my know, process you know, for finding work. Go, tell us, teach uh, okay, us. Okay, I
1: will tell you. Um, <laughs> essentially, there are people who reach out to me. So you know, it's absolutely, of course, it's possible to get contacted, and I do get contacted regularly for work. That is, you know, through my website or through my Instagram. But by far the biggest way that I get booked for work and get sort of progression in my career is when I go to clients. So I spend a lot of time pitching myself to brands um, and I basically say, this is my portfolio, you know, I I think that we would suit each other really well, Um, keep me in mind for any future projects, Um, and Sometimes I get meetings, sometimes I don't. It's a lot of putting yourself out there in front of the right people all the time as much as possible. Um, And there's a lot of shooting that needs to happen. So I probably shoot about four times a month just personal work um, Mm. that I use to promote myself to these clients. Because if I don't shoot something, I have nothing to show them. Yeah. And the fashion industry changes all the time. We have new trends mm. at least once a quarter. Um, so there's something new to shoot all the time. I have stuff I need to learn all the time. So I'm shooting constantly. And with, mm. the, with the age of social media, we need to be constantly showing something new so that we have something to post online. Yeah. And you know, so much of our work gets booked these days via social media, via mm. blogs, all that sort of stuff. So in terms of process... That's what I do. I, I I shoot a lot, create new content, share it regularly with people and pitch myself to them um, all the time. Like I have a database full of contacts that I email at least once a quarter with an update.
0: That's so <clears> good <throat> because um, like some people would maybe do, you know, send a few emails out. And if they don't get a reply, think, oh, well, I'm never going to do this. I'm going to fail. So it's just, mm. you know, just constantly you have to keep going back like going one of the it. I was asked earlier this morning
1: what the biggest mistake people make when they're pitching is and I always say it's not sending more than one email you need to send people at least mm. often it's like three I find um, I so initially what I often do is when I first want to work with someone let's say I see a brand that I think would be my ideal client and I would love to work with them but I need a reason to email them so often what I do is I come up with an idea for a shoot that I really want to do and I email that brand I find someone's contact details um, tend to go on LinkedIn that's a great place to find people who work for the brand and it's often the art director or the marketing director or someone on the social media team that I email and I'll say with a mood board in the email, you know, I've got a shoot I'm doing, I would love to work with you, I love your work, I love your, um, I love your brand, would you want to send me some clothes, and you, you, in exchange, you can use the images on your social media, and genuinely, that has led to so much work for myself, yeah. because I create a rapport with the brand, they get some nice images for free, I will, you know, I do it for free, that mm. they can use on their social media, but, it's a chance for me to show them what I can do. Yeah. And from there, I have, so just this summer, I had a shoot that I did for a brand that I found completely on a whim. I emailed them the next day. I found them and I was like, I really want to do a shoot on this date. Send me a few dresses. I'll use them in the shoot. I did my shoot, which I wanted to do. Great images. They've been in my portfolio. Um, and they hired me for their autumn winter campaign
0: amazing
1: yeah so it, it really works yeah. I think you need to be clever you need to know what you have to offer brands like um, yeah. know that they need you brands need photography they mm. always need photography and a lot of people tell me that they're scared of pitching to people because they feel yeah. like they'll already have someone that they use and that might be the case but that doesn't mean they're not looking for someone new all the time oh hello you know people are always looking for something different so oh, um
0: I don't know why what happened oh, there. But anyway carry on
1: <laughs> I'll, I will carry on um <laughs> but yeah just don't be afraid to reach out because even if they have someone that they already use that doesn't mean to say they're not also going to want to use you yeah and if you don't yeah. ask
0: you don't get that's so true most of the things that hold us back is just us hmm. telling ourselves that we're not good enough when exactly. we are we are um so what's your best shoot to date that you've really been like, pinch me? Oh, this is great. Oh, God, that's a good question. Sorry, just I did throwing shoot- that out there. <laughs> um,
1: It's funny, you know, actually, I did a shoot on Saturday, just gone, in London. Um, yeah. And I shot for a Chinese magazine. Um, and it was really fun. And I know yeah. that's so cliche to say, oh, the last shoot I just did was the best shoot I just did. Um, But it's true, every shoot I do the last shoot I always do is always the best one. <laughs> yeah. Cause they're always, every one I do is I put so much of my love into it and so much of my passion into it. And, um, you know, shooting for an international publication is really exciting. Mm, yeah. So it was, I suppose awesome. if you're
0: pitching people as well, mm. you're kind of contacting brands that you want to work with. So yeah. every shoot would be, you know, yeah. One of your favorite.
1: Definitely. And I did a shoot, um, in the summer with a startup in Cornwall, actually, uh, called Wear the Walls, which oh, was I, think com- I
0: saw that on your Instagram. Actually.
1: Yeah, it's, it's this girl has um, launching a brand, um, basically inspired by wallpaper, and the patterns on her dresses are absolutely incredible. Um, she's a little bit older than me. She's from down here, but she lives in London, so she wanted to shoot in um, Cornwall, and we had the best time. And it's just, I love working with startups like that because yeah. there's so much excitement and so much energy around the brand yeah so that was a really fun one
0: and how did she find you was it social media um
1: instagram yeah she searched for hashtag cornwall photographer i think
0: instagram is
1: great use location tags on your images that's the biggest tip because people are searching for photographers in certain areas like i've definitely been found on london photographer as well
0: yeah i've got in my name uh london photographer oh yeah so my, that's very my clever. Uh, at is alicia love and then somewhere i, I can't remember what, i think it's in the name mm-hmm. it says london yeah because it's searchable dash alicia love so then if someone searches london photographer i come up oh i might see quite, quite a few yeah you should i think quite a few photographers um do that yeah um because your name is where. searchable on instagram isn't yeah. it yeah definitely. yeah definitely um so what are you shooting on at the moment well, it's it's almost Christmas, so I'm actually
1: winding down. Um, nice. But I have just shot this editorial that I did for this Chinese magazine. I've still I'm still sitting on some work that I haven't had published yet. That's been that I'm waiting to share. I haven't been able to publish it yet because it's yeah. being featured in magazines so I've got a lot of stuff that I've shot recently that I still I really want to
0: share but I can't um oh, that must be frustrating oh it's so
1: frustrating when you're like oh I've got these great images and I can't share them yeah. especially um, when you
0: do a shoot you want to share them that day you oh know?
1: I, yeah it's, it's really hard but it's just you've got to get really used to it as a fashion photographer because yeah. most of the time I've got a campaign for example I shot in October. That I'm not going to be able to share until February.
0: Oh um, my goodness.
1: And the images are so cool. And I'm like, I really want to show everyone. But um, yeah, can't do that. So we'll I'm... Worth the wait. Yes. So at the moment, I'm actually winding down a bit for the year. Um, I like to take December to, like, yeah, quieten down. And I'm on Thursday, my best friend Anna and I, that I've mentioned before, um, we have, like, an annual goal setting day so we literally take a whole day I put the dog in doggy daycare and we go to a house that we rent for the day and sit down all day and just hash out what we want to get done in 2020 and that is amazing we did this last year for the first time last December and honestly both of us have had our most productive most amazing years of business ever before she has actually created a free pdf download of the guidelines that we're going to be using for the day and i'll send you the link to it so you can put it in the show notes because everyone else should download it as well because honestly it's the best thing we've ever done for our business so um doing that on thursday i am definitely going to do that yeah it's amazing best best day best thing you could ever do and if you can take even just half a day to just be quiet and on your own and in a different environment where you can think Mm. it's so 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 helpful
0: yeah very inspiring i'm definitely gonna do that Mm. um so let's talk about your camera okay Uh, are you a canon girl i'm not i'm a nikon oh god sorry (laughs) it's all right (laughs) um
1: i am Um, a nikon d750 user nice and
0: what is your favorite lens
1: um oh, you know, it, it depends on what I'm doing. I don't really have mm. a favourite. It's it's a favourite for the task at hand. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. but I am, I'm shooting a lot more beauty at the moment and the one oh five mil two point eight is very, very, very nice. Oh, I've heard
0: very good things about that.
1: Mm it's a macro lens, so yeah. it's not actually the most expensive lens in the world. It's one of the cheaper I mean cheaper lenses are expensive, but it's yeah more affordable than most and it's really really nice
0: yeah because i've seen your beauty shots and they look amazing and really simple setup as well which i think is Mm. is um which looks better in my opinion yeah i think simple's better definitely and i mean the locations you shoot in london is it your aunt's house is just stunning (laughs) instagram stories yeah it's great yeah, Great, so I actually, um, that, I think
1: the house you're talking about was the flat I was renting.
0: Oh, um, right, okay.
1: Yeah, so I was, I do stay with my aunt when I'm in London, but bef- before I was renting a, ha- a room in a flat, and that living room had literally windows from floor to ceiling and oh, window amazing. lights as well. It was the most incredible space to shoot natural light portraits and beauty stuff, because I was like, oh
0: my god, this is so good. And then I had yes. to leave. <laughs> oh, well, let's hope your next flat will be similar. Thank you. Um. So, where am I? I've lost myself on my notes. Um, <laughs> oh, yes, film cameras. Because I remember oh yeah. you telling me about your film camera mm-hmm. when we were at the workshop. And I remember being obsessed because you were telling me about all the great things and how you shoot, and I've forgotten what it is. So, if you Nikon, could let us know. Yeah, I, I shoot with a Nikon F100.
1: So, it's one of the last film cameras that Nikon made before they went fully digital, I believe, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't believe they're making it anymore or making any film cameras anymore. But I got this camera on eBay for 80 quid. <laughs> I won it in Amazing. a bid. And it is almost like using a digital camera. It's exactly the same, only it doesn't mm-hmm. have a screen on the back and it's got film inside. It works exactly the same. Um, it's so it's got
0: autofocus.
1: It's got autofocus. It's like all the buttons. Are like the, Basically yeah. the screen that I look at on the camera on top, the little, you know, tells you where all the settings are, Yeah. is identical to my digital camera. So I flip between the two and I can hardly tell the difference. Yeah. Do you prefer
0: film or do you prefer digital? Um,
1: I don't prefer either or. I, th- I mm. think that... They both have their place. And I love film. I love shooting film so much. I think the quality of film is beautiful. And I just shot a whole editorial a couple of weeks ago on film that will be Mm. out soon. Um, And the images are beautiful. However, it's expensive. It takes a lot of time because I tend to scan in my images myself. So that takes hours. Um, But I love the manual process of it. And I love having a hands-on moment with my photos like it's quite nice to hold them um but equally you know the industry that I work in means that digital is often essential and Mm. I need to be able to turn images around very quickly for example I had a brand um in the summer that wanted me to shoot their autumn winter campaign on film because they'd seen my film images and they I you know when I asked more questions and said you know how quickly do you need the images back they said we need them back within a week, and I was like, I can't shoot this on film then because yeah. it just I can't do it. I just can't make that happen fast enough. Um, yeah. I mean it, it's possible, but it would have cost them a lot of money, and it would have been stressful. So and it, I, a lot of the
0: time, it's very easy to make your photos look exactly. Like so I, I said, you, you know, I film. can
1: I can do what you want in digital and make it look filmy. Yeah. Um, you'll get the same results. It will be quicker, it will be easier, it will be cheaper. Let's yeah. just go down this route. And then, you know, in the future, if they want to shoot film, we can because I can make sure that we've got more time. And I've, now that they yeah. understand that it takes time with film, they can, you know, work that into their schedule.
0: Yeah, it's nice that you, you know, can offer both, though.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you
0: can price your work on, uh, depending on what you're shooting, because... Yeah you know if you'd agreed a price and not changed it you know not taking into account the amount of time it's going to take you to process it you would have been kicking yourself
1: oh yeah no no I I definitely if you shoot film you have to take into consideration the cost of not only the film itself but the processing of the film and the time it's going to take you to do all that stuff so it gets a lot more expensive very quickly
0: yeah so is there anything you want to get into more in the future um, oh. I don't think so. I think that I,
1: I'm I'm definitely going down beauty more and more. I'm really enjoying shooting beauty and it's not something I thought I would do. But yeah. in the last 12 months, I've just been gravitating more and more towards doing beauty. And it's something I'm really enjoying. So possibly yeah. a lot more beauty but just i'm just going to keep pushing forward i've got so much more i need to do so yeah. much more i want to achieve so many more images i want to take so many yeah. more brands i want to work with so many more magazines i want to work with Yeah. so well, it sounds um, very
0: exciting yeah i've just Seems got back like to you definitely you know it you're taking time to reflect on the year you've had and how you mm-hmm. want your year to go next year which i think is so important it's a new decade we, otherwise we can just we can just get lost yeah. in work and not you know, yeah. reflect. Which oh, I absolutely. Think, yeah, it's really definitely.
1: important to take stock and look how far you've come and reflect on where you were a year ago, two years ago, three years ago and mm. give yourself some credit. Like you've come yeah, far. definitely,
0: definitely. And then you actually can stop feeling so bad for everything or guilty and think, no, do you know what? I am doing okay. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, so last question. Um, what is your current favourite, social media outlet oh instagram and there's so many yeah instagram <laughs> is that really cliche to be the winner doesn't it
1: yeah but i am what about interest well i i don't spend a huge i use pinterest for work so yeah. it tends to be where I make my mood boards, um, where yeah. I collect images for, you know, my shoots that I'm doing and gather ideas. If I want to save anything visual, it yeah. goes on Pinterest. So it's very yeah. much a work tool for me. Um, I'm I'm spending, I'm wasting
0: a lot of time on TikTok. <laughs> oh my goodness, don't talk to me about TikTok. <laughs>
1: like, I made my first video today. I saw on your Instagram story. Yeah, and um, it's, it was actually really easy to make. I didn't I didn't yeah. intend on making a video. Um I just literally wanted to see how it worked, how yeah. to make one. Um and
0: But you get so I... lost in the in the for you page, don't you? Oh God, you could just and go then forever. Three hours three hours are gone and you're looking at a dog in California who's like got a hat on its head. <laughs> I know, and it's singing a song and it's really happy.
1: <laughs>
0: That's but... why I got TikTok and then mm. I've just not gone on it because I literally I can't draw yeah. myself. i have just take, exactly spend way too long on there, and um, it's not. I think it. I think I was wondering whether it is it the next thing, but then I'm thinking maybe it is just kind of a 14 year old. I don't. know, I'm I not don't sure. Know. I think it's one of those things
1: that I'll I just have to wait and see. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. But I'm also I'm feeling like the fact that we're talking about it. True. The fact that people have been using it True. for a year. And. Yeah. It's like it's just Instagram all over again. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like actually yeah, I've seen I, um I'm people very do like interested. kind of vlog
0: style stuff.
1: Yeah, and I'm just um, I'm just curious about internet culture and I think that yeah. it's interesting to see how it works. Yeah. Play around with it. I'm not wasting time on it. I've got too much yeah. stuff to do. But I this morning yeah. literally pressed three buttons and it made me a video and I was like, "Oh. That yeah. was easy."
0: I'll just press
1: Well, post I'll that. follow
0: you on it I've got a personal one and one for my dogs I mean I don't know why I thought having two accounts would be (laughs) a good idea I'll follow you I haven't got anything else to manage Um, but yeah uh, I will follow you on that so how can everyone find you what's your website um Um, your instagrams it's all very easy. It's just my name, so I'm.
1: My website is oliviabossert.com, and my Instagram is at oliviabossert. Um, my Facebook group is fashion photography with Olivia Bossert. Um, and if you go on my website, you can go that right on the right-hand side of the heading, like where all the tabs are, is an education tab. And if you like hover over that, a drop-down menu comes down with access to. I've got a free resource library i've got my free um five-part pitching course that you can take it's just five emails you get sent to your inbox every day for five days kind of gives you an intro into pitching and how to get started with it um if you sign up to my mailing list you get a newsletter every saturday with sort of just little tips and tricks on fashion photography and my life as a photographer and how to do it (laughs) um And, yeah, that's basically all my my areas. And if you want to see me play around on TikTok,
0: because I'm sure I'm going to be doing that now, it's just (laughs) Olivia Bossett as well. Amazing. Um, Yeah, that was great. Thank you so much. No, thank you. We're all feeling very inspired about our careers and our financial...
1: Futures. what's the
0: word? Futures. (laughs) (laughs) Lost for words there. But, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. So there we have it just like that, the end of episode 5. I hope you enjoyed it guys, Um, I realised that I really like to say the word amazing, (laughs) when I was listening back I just could count how many times I said it, you could probably make a drinking game out of it, Um, so I apologise, that seems to be my default reaction, (laughs) so I'm sorry about that. Um, So Christmas is here, um, so I'm going to attempt to take a little bit of a break, um, because I'm finding... quite stressful juggling two businesses in the busiest time of the year and find time to record these podcasts and i've been feeling really tired at the moment so i think it's important to listen to my body and attempt to take a break but knowing me I will have about two days off and then want to get back to recording podcasts. Uh, but I have lots of ideas of podcasts that I want to do. Um, I really want to talk about my personal story with the setbacks that I've had in my business. Uh, one thing being the fire of my photography studio, which I think is a really interesting story. Um, so I'm definitely going to record that for you guys. Um, I really want to get some guys on uh, because I realise all the people I've interviewed are females. And that's mainly just because these are the photographers that I know. Um, So if you're interested, if you're a guy, if you're a girl, if you're anyone um, and you're interested in chatting with me, um, I now know how to do Skype interviews, um, so you don't have to be in the UK. Um, Drop me an email. My email is hello at togldn.com. So that's T-O-G-L-D-N dot com. Um, And just let me know um, what kind of photography you do let me know your website, um, any kind of things you want to chat about, because I think it's really interesting to not just chat about photography. Um, I think it's nice to talk about all the things that we deal with as self-employed people. Um, So yeah, drop me an email. But in the meantime, I hope you all have a really well-deserved break. Um, I say I'm going to take a break, but I have a huge amount of editing to do right now. So it's, you know, kind of a break um and let's raise a glass and celebrate all of us self-employed people who don't have Christmas parties let's have a little virtual cheers here thanks guys thank you so much for listening um if you enjoy it subscribe to this podcast it means so much to me and I really really enjoy recording them um so yeah I will speak to you guys soon